Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. It's on this podcast that we give encouragement to each other as we face challenges in life, sufferings day by day, and we learn from our experiences, always knowing we can turn to God about anything. He is our ever-present help in times of trouble. And I want you to know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I'm not going to be lecturing down at you. I'm not going to be yelling and preaching at you because I'm sharing my journey and I'm still on it. We learn together. Well, we're continuing what we started at the beginning of the year with what I call the word of the year, focus, focus on the Lord and our life in Jesus Christ and not on the distractions of this world. And it's important to walk in love while we remain focused, always remembering the greatest commandment, to love our Creator, the one the one who has unfailing love for us, and to love our neighbors, who those in need, as ourselves in a healthy and balanced way. And then Jesus tells us to even love our enemies. Well, we build on focus of the Lord and love, and we look at our issues, problems that may trip us up along our journey. Last month, we covered several, such as facing the unknown without fear and dread, using free will, faith, and making decisions, and then being quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to forgive. It's in the mistakes that we make where we have opportunity to learn valuable lessons. If you haven't heard or seen my past podcast, I encourage you to go back to them now. Karen Jane Casey on YouTube and on audio is buzzsprout.com. In the month of April, our series is Christ Crucified and He Arose. Last week I asked, what does the cross mean to you? And I shared a little bit about what the cross means to me personally. This week the question is this, who did Jesus come to save? Who did he come to save? Did he come to only save those who were good and perfect? What about the rest of us, those who have sinned and have made terrible mistakes? In 1 Timothy 2, 1-4, we see that He came to save us all. I'm going to read that to you now. 1 Timothy 2, verses 1-4. I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved, who wants all people to be saved, and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all people, who gave himself as ransom for all people. Well, there you have it. So, are you surprised that Jesus came to earth fulfilling over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament, taught us many things, and then suffered on the cross even to death for us all, you and me? And he arose, he defeated death. Okay, even knowing that he would suffer and die, 
Who did Jesus sacrifice himself for? Who was this great act for? Let's go to Romans. Romans 5, 6. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for the ungodly. For the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, he died for us. So why did Jesus Christ suffer on the cross and die for us? He knew it was the only way. We're not perfect. It's impossible to follow every letter of the law. A sacrifice had to be made. And who is the ultimate sacrifice? Jesus Christ himself. He knew that from the very beginning, the whole story, he knew what was coming ahead, what would happen to him while he was on earth. And he did it anyway because he wanted each of us to have an opportunity for eternal life. Eternal life. So who can come to Jesus? Any of us. All of us. We have free will. We can decide that for ourselves. God knows our heart. He knows everything that we've ever thought, said, or did. He knows all of our faults and our sins. He knows them already. And so he knows whether or not we are sincerely repentant and willing to walk away from our sinful living. And he knows when we truly accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. How do I know all this? Well, let's look at John 1, verses 1 through 4. That is a profound message. John 1, 1 through 4. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that he has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So that's, that's pretty profound, isn't it? Let's look at another passage. Many people recite John 10.10. 10. But do you know what comes after that verse? Let me read that. Uh, and, and, and what I'm reading is a little bit about Jesus explaining that he's the good shepherd. So I'm reading portions of John 10.10 10 through John 10.30. And Jesus is speaking. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and to destroy but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, 
I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I might bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. So then there were further questions. The Jews who were there gathered around him and they asked, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And then Jesus said, answered, I did, not, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my father's name... name <clears throat> Let me just repeat that. I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Well, that is profound, isn't it? That's profound. So Jesus is the Good Shepherd. He and His Father are one. He is the Word. Are there any other paths to bring one to eternal life? Only Jesus paid it all. Let's read John fourteen six through 7 And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you you do know him and have seen him. He's talking about himself. So again, who did Jesus come to save? Each and every one of us has the opportunity now at this very moment. We don't know what tomorrow may bring, but we can make the decision to turn to God today. And once a person does become a believer, once they are saved, Jesus has a commission for each of us to share the good news for others. The Great Commission. The Great Commission is found in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. I felt like that was a good ending to that. The Great Commission, and this is Jesus speaking again. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So that's what Jesus says. So in all of this, we should have no doubt that Jesus' love for us is so great that he came for us all. He sacrificed for us all. But we have free will. We can accept him or not. So there was a time in my life when I was desperately lost, hurting, and afraid. And I suffered. I suffered from various abuses, child abuse, domestic violence, and abuse by toxic people. I grieved over the loss of loved ones, and I had major back surgery so I can resonate with physical problems that are lasting. Can anyone else resonate with those things, those trials that we go through? But God worked miracles in my life. 
He rescued, he delivered me time after time. And I didn't deserve it at any of those times. When I came to Jesus, everything changed. I am never alone. He is always with me through the Holy Spirit. I am healed. I have joy in my heart. No brokenness. It replaced my brokenness, and I don't live in fear. I have an awesome future with the Lord. This is what I want for every person. And so I share the good news of Jesus. And this is one of the ways that I can share with you. The most awesome thing that you can do is for yourself is to decide to come to Jesus or rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love for us was demonstrated when He was willing to sacrifice His only Son, Jesus. And that's described for us in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then Jesus said himself, as I told you earlier, in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. There's many scriptures about how important it is to confess, to confess your sins, to confess the Lord. And 1 John 1, 9 through 10 is one of them. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness when we confess to him. Well, I encourage you, regardless of where you stand today and your relationship with the Lord, I ask you to please pray with me now and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I know, I believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. And I believe, Lord, that Jesus is, did suffer and die on the cross for me, paid for my sins. He defeated death. He arose from the grave. But Lord, I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I walk away from that sinful life. But I'm going to need your help because I'm going to be tempted. I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless. I am nothing without you. I ask you to come into my heart and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this prayer with me, you have begun your relationship with the Lord. And I encourage you to study and read the Word of God. In Ephesians 6, we learn that the Word of God is our only weapon against the enemy. It is our sword of the Spirit. Learn more about the character of Jesus and the promises that are made for you. Praise Him, obey Him, always have gratitude in your heart, and you will grow in your faith. I encourage you to make Jesus the Anointed One your focus in life and your ministry. And His unfailing love, rely upon the Lord for help through all of your troubles, all of your problems, finding peace within despite the world's chaos around you. And I want to say, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for joining me today in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's downloadable anytime after that.
I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. And you can find me at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com, C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. When you go to my website, you'll see books, blogs, podcasts, and even some pertinent materials regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.